Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I do want to thank you all again for allowing me to come and share with you. And um, I'm still feel inadequate to be up here. So if there was any question about that from last week, but the. Um, I do greatly appreciate the encouragement and the uh, feedback and uh, the support that my fellow Ironmen uh, provided last week and, and since. So um, I promise this one uh, I'll give you more time to talk at the tables. Um, we'll take up as much time as we go. And um, I, I do appreciate the, the opportunity to share and continue on this uh, journey through Ecclesiastes. Uh, la- last week we discussed uh, Hevel. And uh, it's metaphor about life as being, uh, you know, Hevel's being vapor, mere breath, and the metaphor of, you know, life being um, hard to understand. Uh, that it's not meaningless. It's just hard to grasp. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, they use the the metaphor of the smoke. Like you see smoke, it looks solid. You go to grab it. And you can't grab it, right? Because it, it disappears and it dissolves. And life, there, there's a lot of meaning to life that does that, right? Where, where we're, we think, okay, I, I know why, why God's sending me down this path, or I know why this relationship is here, or I know why um, this is happening. And then when we actually get to the point of validating that, it's like, huh, that is not what's going on there. And so... It's, it can really cause us to question a lot of our, um, sometimes our, our foundations as well, all right, as, as we go through this, uh, especially if we grew up in a home uh, where, you know, the, the, the rules were laid down, this, this is how we're going to live, and within that small uh, economy or small sociology, it worked, Right? But then we take it out to other relationships and, and wait a minute, you, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> it's not working with this, this person or this type of person or whatever. And so it can call us into question of, okay, what, what did I learn? What's the real truth behind this? And, and can really cause some challenges, or not challenges, just cause us to reassess, right? And I, and I think that is a healthy, mature approach to life of when we see Hevel, when we when we find stuff is do we go to self assessment and say okay what what is the real truth and do I pull out the word of God to compare it to it and say is okay it, what is the truth that God God says to says to us right and so um, so that 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 theme goes all the way through Ecclesiastes and we we see uh, the the author using that close to forty times he's talking about Hevel uh, throughout the the, t- the 12 chapters there, or is it 11? 12 chapters. The, um, did that just come on louder, or did I just bring it closer? So, good. All right. Now, keep doing that. Is that better? You don't like, you don't like this like that. This is all right. All right. Here we go. So, the, um, so as, as we have that, uh, concept of Hevel throughout. Um, th- there's also, uh, in the midst of that, this major theme that's throughout Ecclesiastes. The writer also shares with us some elements that do not leave us guessing uh, as far as what their meaning is or, or whether they're right or wrong. And so uh, we're going to look at uh, look at Ecclesiastes 5 um, and starting with the first verse and, and read some of this and, and kind of get, get a, a, a couple elements here. 
So Ecclesiastes 5.1 says, Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. And I'm, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For a dream comes with much business and a fool's voice with many words. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying for it or paying it. For he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not stay or do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the the one you must fear. And and vanity here is that word hevel on that. So so I think uh, you know, there's a couple things in here that he points out that he really, there isn't Hevel. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the last bit of this he talks about Hevel, and I'll, I'll bring that up uh, in just a minute. But, but the, um, you know, starting in verse 1, he says, guard your steps when you go to the house of God, right? So there is a, there is a be, be reverent, right? Acknowledge uh, God is who he is. And, and he, later on in verse 2, he says, For God is in heaven and you are on earth, as if we need to be reminded of that. And actually, we probably do need to be reminded of that from time to time, right? God is in all the heavens. We're, we're minuscule on this earth. Uh, I saw a YouTube video where they just started showing, and Louis Giglio does this well as, um, with uh, passion, uh, but where he compares... Pardon? Laminin, yeah. So, but where he compares the size of Earth to the rest of the universe and our galaxy, and and and, and it, was, it really is like minuscule in the big scheme of things. And and you know, God is the creator of all of that. And and if we if we keep that in mind to realize how incredible our God is and how insignificant we are. And yet he loves us to die for us, right? And so, anyway, there, there's a lot of elements in that. that you know, but, but this piece of it be, being reverent, acknowledging his authority and his, you know, his, his godness. <laughs> you know, he is God. So, and there's a, uh, to draw near to listen is better than offer the sacrifice of fools, Right? To be intentional, right? Not not to go and okay, because it's it's kind of expected. Let's go, let's go to church. Let's offer our sacrifices at this time. You know where there the, it was the culture of sacrifice. Where okay, let me grab my lamb and yeah, I'm going to go do this thing and yeah, I got to sacrifice that. But to do it with intentionality of recognizing what am I doing? Why why is this important? Why does God, the creator of this massive universe, asking me to do, why is he asking me to be in community? Why is he asking me, you know, to, to love my neighbor? Why is he asking me to drop my nets and go fishing for men, right? Um, there, there's, let's be intentional about what we're doing and, and not be as fools that are just doing it, you know, without any thought. And, um... And he mentions this, uh, for they do not know that they are doing evil. Um, 
and uh, the the NIV says, "Who do not know that they do wrong." And I think uh, there's many dangers in our world, uh, and we are particularly susceptible to those for which we are not aware that they exist. All right. So, uh, how dangerous is it to to walk through? Um, to, to go out on a safari and be walking through the, the safari and not know that there is a roaring lion, or not a roaring lion, well, you know a roaring lion. There's a hungry lion right on a prowl, right in the bushes. And they, they're pretty quiet and that's not me, is it? Am I doing something on that? All right. Um, how dangerous is it for us to walk into a neighborhood where there's an armed murderer on the, on the loose? And we're not aware. We're just going around knocking, trying to visit our neighbors, you know, at dark. But there's a there's a murderer on the loose, right, in that in that neighborhood. Uh, how how dangerous is it to uh, walk through a swamp full of gators below the surface, right? And we just kind of casually walking through the swamp, and you know, we want to go fishing because we know there's good fishing out there, or whatever. Um, and how dangerous is it for us to walk on a battlefield? Uh, with an enemy on the attack, all right. All those places are dangerous, right? And and I when I when I say that, it doesn't mean we shouldn't be there. I'm just saying those are dangerous places. How much more dangerous is it if we're not aware of the danger that's there, all right? And so, um, I, I think the uh, looking at this, you know, for they do not know that they are um, doing evil. Are we inviting men into our lives to help us be aware of the dangers that are around us? Right? Who, who do we let in and let speak to us to share those dangers and to, to be alert for us right? and to speak truth in, into our lives so that we can be intentional in those dangerous places? It is not to prevent us from going to those dangerous places. It is to... It is to help us be prepared to go into those dangerous places so that we can be effective and intentional for, for our God. And, and if there's any doubt or if, if you're not aware, let me speak this for you, right? First Peter 5.8 um, talks about uh, we have an enemy, the devil, who is prowling around seeking to devour, to devour us, right? We are on a spiritual battlefield. We're on it. We're in the war. We're walking with danger all around us. We need to be aware of what those are. So, a um, couple, couple other things on here. Um, you know, in verse 2 there, he says, Therefore, let your words be few, uh, for a dream comes with much business and a fool's voice with many words. Uh, again, it's a, that's being intentional about the words we speak, about what we're doing. Are we speaking life or are we speaking death uh, with, with, our, with our community? Um, and then, uh, you know, pay what you vow. Uh, I, this is a, a, you know, interesting piece, and I think one of my questions uh, addresses this, right, of people being quick to, to promise to God something, to make a deal with him of, God, you do this, I'll do that, or I'll do this if you'll do this for me, and kind of get into that mindset. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there, but, um, you know, having that, having that thought that we could negotiate with God, you know, that we have something to offer there for him um, that, that he couldn't get on his own or 
would even need from us. But anyway, uh, just looking at that piece. But let not your mouth lead you into sin, right? I mean, I, I think our our commitments. I, I know in, uh, there's times in my life I go through seasons of overcommitting myself and getting involved in something that okay, I really don't have the bandwidth to do this, and so I cannot fulfill my promise on that, and I I get overwhelmed and I have to start cutting back and. I go through that cycle because because we all want to help. We all want to do more than than what we probably can do. So, um, yeah, that, the, these are some those things that I think uh, he there's there's not a lot of question about that really. He's not sitting there saying that's all that's all uncertain, right? He's like these are certain things we can be sure of. There's still uncertainty, just not here. Right, um, and I think that that's a, a useful takeaway for us as far as as we look at this and working in our community and uh, working with us of um, you know looking at that and and he says for when dreams increase and words grow many there's the vanity there's the hevel but God is the one you must fear so he, he he's using that to cut through that hevel fear God and help us cut through the hevel of of going through so if God's given us you know, guidance that can, that can clear that up. So anyway, that's, um, I think that's, uh, right at our time, I hope. And, uh, got some questions.